Jones is a show of And nothing the host say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour? Try not to diagnose your mystery boil. We think you've earned it. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. spontaneously four times. <laughs> he's okay. He's a he's but okay. You, that didn't stop he's you guys okay. from laughing. You didn't check it out. You were worried about you were not, it. You were rushing headlong into that. If her next sentence had been something quite different, it would have been a very different tone for the human eye. I was all prepared for everybody to be like, oh, oh no. Oh gosh. No, no Raul. Yeah. But he's he's doing okay? Yeah, he's doing okay, but four times his parents say they've come in the room and found him just on fire. Um, so spontaneous combustion is happening to Raul pretty regularly. That's what they think. The other option, and they've actually had to move. The other villagers have said, like, we don't, could you move somewhere else? I don't know what's happening, but we don't want to happen to our kids. Could you guys take off? 
Um, one theory is that it has something to do with like the compound and the, the walls of the, the house that they use to like hold the... Are they like rubbing the baby together. on the walls? Like, what, it's like a static cling kind of I don't of know, thing? it's clearly a weird situation. Yeah. But, but most cases of spontaneous human combustion are. Well, why don't you take me back to the beginning and we can learn all about spontaneous human combustion. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. First, I want to thank Courtney who uh, suggested that topic, probably not. Um, <laughs> uh, not. Not purely a medical topic, so to speak, but uh, we'll work with it. Yeah. I, think it I think it works. So usually I say that on whatever our topic is, it dates back to the Egyptians or the Romans or the Greeks. Not so much with spontaneous human combustion. I mean, if people were combusting, they weren't talking about it. Or <laughs> The first case most people agree was in 1663, but I found one, one source that argued, no, 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 because there was this one guy in the year 1400 who drank so much wine that he, that he started throwing up fire. <laughs> Is that good wine or bad wine? <laughs> Um, I don't, I, I'm not going to consider that canon though, so we're just going <laughs> to the first, as the first case of spontaneous human combustion. And basically when I say that, I mean that the body is suddenly engulfed in flames. Um, you don't know why, obviously, you know, it's spontaneous. Uh, and you don't necessarily have to die from spontaneous human combustion, usually you do. But it could just be, well, yeah, <laughs> so the, the burning. Flex my medical muscles here for a second. And, uh, usually, if you catch on fire a lot, or, or very much, or even a little, uh, a lot of times you're going to die from that. Uh, but you may just get burned. Not, not, not Raul, apparently. Raul was fine. Well, and, and like, like Raul, sometimes you can just get burns. And then sometimes you can just smoke. You just smoke it comes out of you. Like how? <laughs> yeah, like a Looney Tune. Like a Looney Tune. <laughs> You're a physician, right? Like a real <laughs> I don't know anymore. I was at the at the 1:30 show. I don't know why. <laughs> so okay, there was an article written in 1823 where they outlined if we're gonna say that somebody spontaneously combusted. What, what traits can we identify? And so they looked over all the cases and they said, okay, here's what we find in common most of the time in these situations. Um, number one, the person who spontaneously combusted is an alcoholic. Okay. Well, well that makes sense, right? They're, more of their blood is flammable. That is like scientific. That that's how blood works. That's it. Just go on. Uh, number two, elderly females, more likely to combust. So far, I'm a little worried about my nanny. Funny <laughs> <laughs> because it's true. I'm just kidding. Um, usually, the body had contact with some sort of lighted substance, which. Okay, <laughs> wait a minute. Hold on. Marshall Bill over here, but I do. Uh, thank you. 
week there. What? Yeah, I used, listen, I used all my good and living color references in the last <laughs> one. Um, the, 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 okay, if there is, if there is a, a lighted substance, there was no spontaneous human combustion. It's like regular old human combustion. It seems a little, yeah. It's human combustion classic. <laughs> Right, nothing. Now, in most of these cases, another feature was that it was usually just the, the trunk or the chest of the body and maybe the head that burned, whereas the extremities were all spared. Wonderful. So you would just find like arms and legs lying there. <laughs> and like in the right shape, and like everything else was like ashes. <laughs> That's not even how fire works. Fire is very rarely like, well, my job here is done. <laughs> this torch going, I'm just going to move on. <laughs> Sail off to that big ash pile up the sky. That included surrounding objects. Like there wasn't a lot of, that's another feature. There's no damage to anything else in the room. Yeah. So the person is burned, but the chair they were sitting in, and the carpet, and the drapery, and all that stuff that you usually think would burn in a fire is all fine. Yeah. So that's part of it too. Um, they also find in the room a greasy residue on the walls. <laughs> Ashes and a foul odor. Gross. Yeah. But wait a minute. <laughs> this doesn't happen. How did they, like, how did they find it? Like, what are you talking about? Well, they, I mean, they didn't know. They, they, they had these cases that people were finding, you know, okay, they go to a house and they find a guy who's, or I guess an elderly female, I should say, right. who's all burned up except their arms and their legs and everything else is intact and there's nothing else on fire. And the idea was, well, if there was a fire in the house, it should have consumed everything. Right. So what happened? So what they took from all this is that this is the end result of alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is what happens. No, I really do have to comment on it. <laughs> Shit. Stick to ginger ale. Perhaps vitamin water. Justin, remember to edit out the profanity that you used just a second ago. It was an accident. <laughs> I had to remind myself. Yeah. Sorry about that, everybody. You guys, are, listen, if you're here for the My Brother, My Brother will be sure later. Uh, if you're sticking around for that, you, you will hear many worse things. So I, I'm, not, I'm not worried about you folks. I'm worried about the fine people that listening to this later. Sorry, go ahead. So there was actually, uh, Charles Dickens had a character in Bleak House. See, he's like a real like writer and stuff. And he, he, <laughs> yeah. And he, he, well, yeah, there was a character that was an alcoholic and died of spontaneous combustion. Hmm. Oh, the, because that was also, the use ghosts in his books. So maybe <laughs> he was open to other, other planes of reality. So overall, there have been around 200 reported cases so far. And that's when they've been like investigated, and the coroners were there, and the, the police officers, and they all went, I have spontaneous human combustion. And that's what's on their desk. <laughs> Actually, then there's a picture of a guy going, eh? <laughs> even written up in the British Medical Journal. So it was at one point considered a real deal condition. That was in 1938, so not, not that long ago. And they all claim that no matter what other lighted sources they found, that that was not the reason that the per person caught on fire. It was just magic. <laughs> in, the, in the 1970s, it became very popular that instead of it being an end result of alcoholism, that maybe, and this was kind of a Freudian belief, that you could get so depressed that you became so engulfed in your depression that it eventually manifested as flames and you became
dust and flames. <laughs> Yeah, the, 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 the rising popularity of Jersey Shore is actually directly proportional to the rising number of people spontaneously. Is this how popular? What? How popular is this program? Fire. It beat Mad, Mad Men by how much? Fire. There, there's a great book, I want to find it, that was written in 1995. It's now in 95. It was called Ablaze, with an exclamation point. Ablaze! <laughs> Um, by Larry Arnold, and he proposed a new mechanism that nobody had thought of yet, which is that there is a, a particle that we haven't discovered yet. It's an enzyme called a pyrotron. <laughs> like an electron or a neutron, there's a pyrotron. <laughs> and then under certain circumstances, when the body's already more flammable, it will cause you to catch on fire. Larry. <laughs> and this can happen because of alcohol or stress. Okay, so Larry, Larry, I don't think that Larry really thought, thought this whole thing through. What Larry is saying is like, everybody can sort of catch on fire, but sometimes you're really, really going to want to catch on fire. And those are the moments when you're like the most tempted. You can always, you're always in a situation where like, you're a little flammable, but if you get really oily or angry or depressed, then you know, really oily. get super oily. I'm saying you say more flammable. Teenagers. Like, I want to know. Left and right. I didn't know there were times in my life when I was more potentially flammable than others. I would like some sort of indicator. Is there a bracelet I can wear? Something that would tell me that my risk of flammability. He thought it was when you are stressed and drinking, which terrifies me. I mean, not now, but I mean, I went through residency in the past. How am I still alive? I don't know. <laughs> um, so, uh, there's some other theories that people have, have put out there. Maybe it's a buildup of methane gas, like, you know, in your intestines. See, you know, my case just explode. It's easy to get on my case with. It would be unhealthy to do it the way you say For me not to. Is that, that's going to be your new excuse? No? That's going to be my new excuse. Will you want me to burst into flames? <laughs> I'm the father of a child that's coming soon. <laughs> Um, static electricity has been proposed. Uh, sunspots and cosmic storms. <laughs> Very specific sunspots, I'm assuming. Um, and so let's let's talk about some cases. Let, okay. let me give you some actual examples. Hit me. So going all the way back in the 1700s, Countess Cornelia de Bandy was a victim of spontaneous human combustion. They found her one morning. She just assume, by the way, Sydney's saying this. There's a lot of like supposeds in there yeah. somewhere, like reported or imagined in there Alleged. Alleged. So they found her laying on the floor between her bed and her window, uh, and everything was completely burned except three fingers and her lower legs. Everything else was gone. There were candles present, but the wicks were completely intact and not nothing had been burned. Okay. There was soot everywhere. Nothing was damaged, and for some reason, there was still a piece of bread on her nightstand, and the thought from the investigators was, let's try to feed that to the dog and see what happens. <laughs> what? And then the, the dog wouldn't eat the bread, and they were like, There it is. Case closed. This woman's been poisoned by fire bread. <laughs> this, this cracks another case. Good job, old-timey detectives. We stole another one. Why can't we catch Jack the Ripper? <laughs> I mean, we're so good at this. We try to give the dog fire, right? And we'll eat it. We're like, case closed. 
I, who proposed that? Who was in the room? They're like, I have an idea. <laughs> why See would that you, bread? If you had just made a delicious slice of bread, why would you burst into flames before you ate? Um, there was another guy, Jack Angel, who tried to blame Burns. Uh, he had, <laughs> so he got burnt when he fell asleep next to a water heater. <laughs> and he tried to sue the company. And then somehow they had a doctor come investigate it and examine him and said, well, the burns appeared to have come from the inside out as opposed to the outside in. I, well, I don't know what doctor said that. And so then he said, okay, well, I can't make any money off of this way. It, I combusted. And so then he tried to go on, you know, go on the interview circuit. As okay, a, okay, so Warren. spontaneous human combustion. I, I, don't, I don't actually believe this one either, Sydney. The most recent was in 2010, other than, than Baby Robble, I should say. But the most recent, actually, like, the coroner declared it. This is what is written. Like, this is in 2010. This is written down as the cause of death was uh, Michael Faraday in Ireland, who was found dead in his home a few feet from a lit fireplace. <laughs> but they didn't think the fireplace had anything to do with it. Well, why would it? I mean, because he was the only thing that was burned. Nothing else in the room was burned. It was just him and the arms and legs were spared and it was your usual. I have, maybe you just didn't want to put it out. I've been that tired. Listen. <laughs> Two, five podcasts in one day. If I caught on fire right now, I'm like, He'll go out eventually. <laughs> now, he was, again, a known alcoholic, but if you're drunk and you fall asleep next to the fire, What a please. mysterious fire this is. What a mysterious avenging angel punishes drunk people near open flame. How does it keep working, weaving its spell? What is the secret to your grand design? Now, just to be fair, we've only talked about human combustion. Animals <laughs> can combust. No, Sydney, they can't. Well, I mean, they can combust. Dead whales can. They can fill with methane and blow up. They can. I mean, they can, but it's crude. There, there's an ant. There's an ant that has a big, has like big poison-filled sacs, and they can contract their the muscles in their thorax and make them explode to like protect the colony. It's like a, I guess it's sort of like a kamikaze pilot. Like that. It's pretty hard yeah. to go. Yeah, like it's to, I mean, they're, they're, they're going respect. too, the ants are going too. Much love, much respect to that ant. That's, Which that's is, legit. <laughs> Which is, that's real right some, there. Some toads. I don't love anything that much, except, except, except you and our child. But if the rest, if somebody comes for you guys, I'm not gonna blow up to protection. Do you have, do you have poison filled sacks that you can do? Contract your you muscles. You can't let them know beforehand because they're not <laughs> There are some toads that develop this as a defense mechanism against crows, but I don't know what kind of defense mechanism it is. It's because if you it's explode. Like, ah, ah, ah. Mm, remember on my back? I got exploded things. Don't do it. It's an empty threat. They're never going to go through with it. They might have made it up. You know how far. Probably aren't amphibians, but like this isn't a show about biology. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's okay. I'm not an expert on that, so I can't say anything. I can't correct you.
Then don't. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> um, so let's talk about some real explanations. Sure. So obviously, most people think that spontaneous human combustion is a pseudoscience. It's not a real medical condition. Um, almost all of the cases involve somebody who isn't very mobile. So that's what, when we talked about older females. A lot of them, unfortunately, were the elderly or somebody who was morbidly obese or somebody who was very ill. And maybe if they caught on fire, couldn't get up right away. So that was part of it. Cigarettes are almost always found. And they don't tell you this. <laughs> they, almost, they almost always find a cigarette laying on the ground. Half burned. Or completely Cigarettes? Uh -huh. How does this keep happening? <laughs> Some of the people who have been called spontaneous human combustion were found to have had heart attacks. So if you have a heart attack and you're smoking a cigarette, you know. Why is there a greasy stain there? <laughs> well, that's interesting. So that's something called the wick effect. Okay. So this really is, so this is really gross, by the way. I'm ready. So you ready for Everybody's cool? We're cool? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So what happens with the wick effect? This is how they've tried to figure out, okay, but still, why are their arms and legs spared and why are they burned in these weird kind of patterns? So something catches on fire. So let's say the person has had a heart attack or they're completely passed out drunk, something where they're not going to wake up instantly. There's some sort of fire source, an ember from the fireplace, a cigarette, whatever. It catches your clothes on fire and it burns very slowly and it burns the skin a little bit, creating an opening in the skin to the fat that lies beneath. Okay. Then the fat starts to liquefy Sorry, it does. <laughs> it comes out and soaks the clothing, and then it's like a, like a wick in a candle. It just keeps the fire going. Because it's liquefied fat, it's just oil. So it turns you into a human candle? So it turns you into a human candle. And you have all of us, even the thinnest among us, have plenty of fat to completely burn. Don't even so trip, I don't care how thin you are. You could be a candle. is because there's not as much fat there and they've already burned enough up and the kind of the fire just burns itself out by the sure. time it gets yeah. to the extremities. Perfect sense. So that uh, kind of makes sense. And they do think that there could be people who are at higher risk because of higher acetone levels in the blood, which would include alcoholics. So you were kind of you were kind of right with that. Perhaps diabetics. Oh, right. Or maybe people on Atkins. I haven't been on Atkins for four years. I know, there's another good reason. Don't do it again. I don't okay, I'm on. sorry. I, 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 of all the risks that I have, the risk of like still being fat forever versus the risk of maybe you'll catch on fire because you love bacon so much. Maybe, maybe you're eating a lot of bacon and catch on fire. I don't think that's I just miss not having bread in the house. Okay, that, it was literally four years ago. Like, what is that? <laughs> Do you want to go to the time I was really into like the Bee Gees? Like, what are you talking about? Okay, people Did are all doing so well. And you would always watch Remington Steel and you wouldn't pay attention to be like, what are you saying? <laughs> Two decades ago, let it go. People are probably doing so well on their diets and now they're like, I heard on a podcast, I can't do that. I can't do that. Can so it's a little weird for me. So, I'm back on the bread. Back on the bread. Um, 
Now, one researcher wanted to prove the acetone theory, by the way. And this is my, I just have to tell you this because I think this is funny. So to prove it, this is how, he was like, well, how can I simulate this? Okay, I'm going to soak pork in acetone, marinate pork in acetone, mm. and then I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to form it into a little person. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>